Hello, everyone. Welcome to another podcast. Today, I am with Mr. Crowhurst. How are you, Mr. Crowhurst? I'm good. So, what made you want to become a teacher? Well, I was first a major in psychology, and then I was a major in kinesiology. And after getting a better feel for what I wanted to do with my life in college, I decided that I wanted to do something that was a little more fun, where I could kind of express myself, but also help people. And so I chose to not only be a teacher, but to major in English, um, because I always loved reading and writing, and uh, I thought it'd be fun. Aren't you also um, more interested to like the, weren't you the leader of the writing club? Yes, so um, I did always, growing up, like writing more than reading, which is why I and the head of the creative writing club because I always like to write. My preferred medium is usually poetry, but um, I also like to write research, find research and do nonfiction and a little fiction here and there. So um, I love hearing what students come up with and reading their pieces as well. That's fun. Yeah. Can pause it um, did you teach at any other schools before you came here? Yep, I did my student teaching in Peoria at Peoria Heights High School, which was super small. The high school only has like maybe 90 people. And then after that, I taught, my first teaching job was in Decatur. I love Decatur's at, fun. At MacArthur High School, so it was, it was super fun. Like, I really love the kids there. I'm still, you know, friends on Facebook and still keep in contact with a few of the kids that I taught. Um, which now be like more than 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I taught there for four years, had a lot of fun. I taught pretty much the same classes, English, freshmen through seniors. And I did coach baseball, assistant coach baseball one year there. And we had a poetry club. So similar to Creative Writing Club, but we just did poetry. And that was always really, really cool. Um, so that was, those are the only other schools I really taught at. So overall, how long have you been teaching? Like throughout This will be my 12th year teaching high school English. Seems like a lot happened in 12 years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Um, one thing that's pretty constant is teenagers are basically the same. They're usually pretty cool, very chill. Um, their interests and the style has changed a lot. Fashion has changed a lot over <laughs> 12 <definitely>. years. <laughs> um, some of the political climate changed, but a lot of that stuff's very similar. It just seems like people are more open about talking um, about politics. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but overall, teenagers aren't that different than they were, you know, 10, 12 years ago. So. Except for the fact that now people aren't like sneaking out at night through the window. <laughs> yeah, it does seem like it does seem like kids are a little more. I don't know. They don't break as many rules, which. Well, I feel like that's also because the parents are now a bit more wisened up from whenever they did it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They probably learned from when they were young, but uh, yeah. You know, I feel like I feel like fashion changes like every five years or so. There's a new trend fashion that everyone does. Yep. So it's hard for me. I mean, I can't. I try to keep up at least a little bit for my age, but. <laughs> Some of the fashion for younger kids just changes so fast. And when I watch TikTok or watch see influencers, oh, yeah. I'm like, there's no way I could ever wear that. But <laughs> I also don't want to just look like the same I did forever. So fashion's kind of kind of interesting as you get older, especially as an adult. But 
I always like to look at the older generations of fashion because I always enjoy like the older styles a bit more. Like some of the newer styles I see on TikTok, I don't understand. Do you have like a do you like a decade that you like? Is like a decade of fashion that you think Uh, is cooler than others? Not a specific decade, but between the years of nineteen fifty and nineteen ninety are my favorites for fashion. Nice, not the eighteen hundreds. No, you're not gonna wear like a five piece suit, top hat. No. Okay. That seems like a bit much for me. <laughs> um, where, where did you like grow up at? Like, mm-hmm. So I'm from Ottawa, Illinois, hmm. which is like two hours north of here. So um, you're a bit away from home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I still go back every now and then, but I'm definitely far from where I grew up, which is kind of what I wanted. I wanted to get away from where I grew up and go somewhere where I didn't run into everyone I knew, at, you know, <laughs> growing up at Walmart or whatever. So Make some new friends. Yeah, so I like, I love living in Monticello, and I had, I lived down here because I got my first job at MacArthur, and then I met my wife, who's from Decatur, mm-hmm. and so uh, Ottawa, growing up in Ottawa is pretty cool. It's close to Starved Rock, which is a very popular state park, so I did a lot of hiking, a lot of outdoor stuff growing up, and there's also two rivers the fox river and the illinois river um run into each other in ottawa and our high school's right kind of at the intersection so that was always kind of cool um and i liked going to school in ottawa it was pretty laid back except my middle school which was very strict but uh, the high school is really cool i had a lot of i had a decent amount of friends and just glad that i was able to Move down here and just kind of get away from where I grew up because I don't know it's just nice to kind of get away. Some yeah. You have you heard of Meridian, right? The Meridian mm-hmm. Hawks. Mm-hmm. That's where I grew up at. So it's like it was close to Decatur because I I grew up on like the edge of Decatur on the countryside with my grandma because mm-hmm. you know my dad had me a bit young so we were always at home. Uh, there's actually a picture of him and me when I was three of him getting his diploma. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I had gone to. Uh, Meridian for most of like for the early parts of my life and I was always really I was really good around like Forsyth and Decatur and such because that's Mm -hmm. the towns I grew up around yeah yeah I spent a lot of time in Decatur visiting Uh, my wife's parents still live there and her brother so we go over there every couple weeks hang out in Decatur and um, I think it gets bad rap I like going to Decatur every now and then um yeah. Do you know the big Walmart up in Forsyth, Decatur? Like yeah. There? Uh, did you hear the Mega Replay went out of business? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's right where um, my in-laws live. They just live basically down the road from that intersection. Mm-hmm. So I go over there all the time. Mm-hmm. I usually get Starbucks in Decatur. I like going to Starbucks. But I didn't hear about the Replay stores going. Mm-hmm. GameStop is still open, but it's just, you know slowly losing money because new digital stuff is starting to take over and right how, how do you feel about prices nowadays for like games how most of them are oh, 60 yeah. bucks even though they don't have like a case or a disc burned in on it yeah that's crazy for me because growing up we would get you know the actual 
physical disc, and I thought they were expensive back then. I mean, yeah, because you have the production line, you have the case, you have the disc being having the code burned into it and everything for it. Yeah, and you got like a real product. I don't know. I, and I think that um, video games, I think they're overpriced, but also the fact that there's so much DLC mm-hmm. and so many like scams within games to get people to pay for their like whatever mm-hmm. currency they have in pay the game. To win, yeah. I feel like that stuff is, I don't know. I don't like that just because it seems kind of shady to me. It's just all a big money grab, but um, I, d- I love video games. I used to play tons of video games growing up. <laughs> Super fun, but I don't play as much anymore. But I do think it's cool that you can just download all the games and have them and just load them whenever you want. Instead it's, of like having to go to like GameStop and camp out at 2 a.m. for the release. <laughs> yeah, that that's so weird to think about, but... Yeah. How many like social medias do you have? I know you oh, have gosh. Instagram. <laughs> so I have, I have my personal. I have my Facebook, and then I have um, a t- teacher Twitter. So I have a Twitter account that's basically for like teaching stuff, and I tweet about teaching. And then I have a personal Instagram that I've mm-hmm. had forever, <laughs> and I have a teacher Instagram. And, and that's then, the one most of the kids know. Yep, and then I have uh, TikTok. And then, um, those are pretty much all the social media that I have. So you're kind of doing your best to keep up with the modern generation. Yeah, because I think that, I don't know, it seems like whatever's cool is whatever, like, my parents can't figure out. Mm -hmm. like, Facebook was cool, and then, like, parents joined it, and it's like, all right. And then it's like, (laughs) Instagram was cool, and, like, my parents joined it, and it's like, all right. So I try to be on... TikTok, but it it seems like the social medias, the social media sites get more and more addicting. Mm-hmm. Like TikTok's super addicting. Like oh, I can just yeah. sit there just forever. Keep but, on it. And you same with YouTube, I could just sit and watch videos. So I mean, at least YouTube's been around for a long time. Though. Yeah, YouTube was around when I was in high school. I can remember teachers trying to figure out how to use it when I was in class. Because <laughs> like how the old system was really weird back when it first came out. Well, it took a while to load, and then you hit yeah. It's just funny. But um, I try to stay current with technology because I like using technology. I just don't want to get too addicted or waste too much time on it. Yeah. What's what's one of the most surprising developments from when you were a kid to now? Uh, Probably like iPhones. Like the fact that you have like such a nice camera that you basically carry with you everywhere. You always have the internet like in your pocket. It still blows my mind because... (laughs) I mean, when I was a kid, the internet was crazy slow. Like, you'd have to wait minutes and minutes for a website to load. Yeah. And now it's like... Snap of your fingers right there in your pocket. Yeah, I'd say iPhones and how fast the internet is now. Mm-hmm. It's, that's probably the biggest change. But other than that, people in general are pretty pretty much the same. Just a little more addicted to their to the new tech. Yeah, I definitely think like there are a lot of parents nowadays that I've seen online that a lot of their kids are just being raised by the internet mm-hmm. at the young ages. Yep. I, you know, I'm guilty of letting my kid watch YouTube. <laughs> it's like, he likes a couple shows on there, but... I mean, it's, it's not too bad as long as it's like in moderation. In yeah. Opinion. Yeah. But it's like, as a parent... It's just so easy. So people are like, well, if I just let them watch it forever, then I yeah. don't have to, like, I can, like, I do the dishes or it, yeah. I can make dinner. So 
I try to only do it when I'm like really doing something that I have to do mm-hmm. or let them watch it while I'm doing something I have to do but do you do your best to encourage them to play outside too oh gosh yeah we always <laughs> play with toys play outside read books um but being a, being a parent is weird it's super hard I don't judge any parents now that I've been a parent it's like so it's, it's a hard job that no one super prepares you for but it's an everyday job too Yep, it sure is. You don't get a break until they're out of the nest at 18. Yeah, that's really how it feels. Because <laughs> my kids today woke up at 4.45. That's fun. So I'm up at 4.45, just, and it's like, what do you do? Is that like really hanging out, fun? we're like, I read, we can read books and play blocks, but it's just... Do you, should you people get like used to waking up early when they have kids? Like, yeah, well, not everyone has the same sleep schedule. Some some people, their kids go to bed later, so they sleep in a little bit mm-hmm. more. But I we put our kids to bed like at 6 or 7 so that we can have some time to either do schoolwork, grading, or just hang out. Just my wife and I watch a show. So. Unwind for the day. Yeah, so it's kind of give and take. Like I'd rather them go to bed early and me wake up early than the other way around but I mean they're early too you could also like double check some work if you needed to yeah 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 that's what I did this morning was since they were up so early I was able to just kind of look through stuff and make sure everything was in order but yeah don't get used to sleeping if you ever have kids (laughs) we're getting close to time to go do you have any final words for this episode nope I appreciate you uh, interviewing me it's kind of fun to talk and uh, you're a good good interviewer <laughs> and I look forward to hearing the podcast and I wish you much success in your future episodes <laughs> alright <laughs>